All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions podcast. As always, I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. And today I am honored <laughs> to have Bria Simone on the platform, man. And we're, we're here giggling because <laughs> it's like God is already moving. <laughs> it's already moving. Always. But always. Um, I'm happy to have you on the platform. Thank you for coming, man. Of course. Thank you for having me. And um, it's something that I didn't expect like I did, but I didn't expect it now. Yeah. Because we don't know each other from like nothing. Oh. <laughs> you know I mean? right. And I had reached out some months ago, mm-hmm. not even trying to be like, yo, let's work kind right. of thing, but just a, something about your spirit mm-hmm. just connected with mine. And I was like, okay, let me just reach out to her and mm-hmm. be like, I see you. Yeah. I love what you're doing. Keep doing it. Right, right. And then you reached back out some months mm-hmm. later and you was like, <laughs> I was like, God put on my spirit now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to reach out to you. So I was like, you know, I'm going to be visiting. Definitely want to circle back, spin the block and see if we could Gotta do it, sit man. down and chat. And we're making it happen. This yeah, is hopefully this is the first of uh, many, 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 many workings together. I would like that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, getting straight into it, you know, there is. um. I feel like there's two different Bria's mm. or like there, there's a Bria now and then there's a, a used to be Bria. Yes. And for those of you who are familiar with Bria Simone and her time here in Connecticut, who she was, mm. you could go to any end of this state and people knew her. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to underestimate how like big your name was yeah. here, but it was big for different reasons mm-hmm. than where your life has led you now. Yeah. And you posted this TikTok that said when the devil thought he had me mm-hmm. and then you see the party in Bria, yeah. you see the bottles and then yep. it's like, mm-hmm. then you see the baptized Bria. Yep. And I'm like, ain't God good. No, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, what, what clicked for you? You know, what led to this person we see in front of us right now? It's actually funny because this will probably be the first time I've actually like spoke about my testimony, like to the capacity that we're probably going to talk about today. Oh man! Um, so exclusive, exclusive. You gotta, <laughs> love it, you gotta love it. Um, so I will say what did it for me was um, when COVID hit. Mm. Um, I know a lot of people's lives shifted. Unfortunately, some we lost some people. People lost jobs. They just there was a lot of stress around that time, yeah. and it was actually a time for me where I was in complete isolation for the first time. And I don't know how long I used to be um, just doing the events back and forth to New York, Boston, Atlanta, like everywhere. And I was just nonstop. I didn't know what it meant to rest. So Mm. when COVID came, like I literally felt like God sat me down and like, I've always had a relationship with God, but I wouldn't say to the capacity that I've grown it in the past few years. Um, Like I knew God, but I didn't, no god yeah i think there's a difference between um that people don't really understand fully what that looks like but like god was the homie like <laughs> like i would talk to that's god and every yes yeah, like we cool we cool but like that time i really felt his presence at a different capacity mm. um because i had no one else to talk to i, I couldn't run away from like the situation and try to like hide in other places where I knew didn't fit for me anymore. Yeah. So once that like 
uncomfortable level started to come about, I was like, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm like, right um, now? stuff is being stripped from me. Like my job, like I found a lot of purpose in my job. I found a lot mm. of purpose in my event planning where it was like, I wasn't putting a lot of my purpose into what like God um, wanted me to be okay. and basically what he had already mapped out for me as a career and just just everything regarding my mm. my footsteps on this earth so when covid happened and lost my job um it got to a point like where no money was coming in nothing it was that's, like that's everything was cut off <laughs> and it was like so you got me now like god yeah. is like i'm here you're going to lean into me the way that you're supposed to. We're going to build this the way that we're supposed to. And that's when I started realizing strongholds that I had, like ties that I had to certain things, stuff that I made idols out of. Mm, and I was like, yeah, mm, yeah that don't, uh, that's not me. Like I was yeah. kind of like putting purpose in things, like I said, that were not actually what I really enjoyed as much as i love throwing events like i'm a private person i don't want to be <laughs> on a stage sometimes. ain't it funny how that works yeah like i'm like oh, <laughs> so i don't really like, being I don't really people like doing this but like people love it so it's yeah. like that's one of the things i really get uh, a lot of fulfillment out of is just making a fun environment for people but i realized that there was other ways that i could be doing that mm. um and i was like hmm, yeah so when everything got stripped it was like you just got me. Like at the end of the day, yeah. So that was that was kind of where the where the pivot started, and then the stripping was a very crazy process. So you know, it's it's funny how God works. Like when He wants your attention, He's oh, yeah. gonna grab it. Oh yeah, and He's gonna strip a lot of things from you. He's gonna pull up on you and make it very <laughs> evident. If this gotta go, this gotta go, yes. that gotta go. What? If you wanna come with me, that's gotta go. Dump it, cut that off. Yeah. Very evident. Immediately, so, yeah. like mm -hmm. don't drag your feet too. Yeah, and it, it feels in the beginning like punishment almost. Yeah, because it's like, well, God, I love these things. Yeah, like, this is what I'm used to. Yeah. This is my world. This is what I created. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm comfortable here. Yeah, and it's like for God to really use us, He got to make us uncomfortable first. Very much so, and and it makes you realize that a lot of the stuff that we put our time and effort to is not really worth it at the end of the day yeah. because like when you put your time into materialism and all those types of things like that's god's like that's not even ours we we start to think this is us it. like no 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 <laughs> actually i could take that from you yeah. real quick so get it together so <laughs> that that's an also like a, a realization that a lot of things started to occur for me i was like this stuff isn't mine mm -hmm. like this is 100 percent yours and if you actually want me to have it you'll give it back but if you don't it's gone so so, you know, you start to develop this relationship with God. You're getting deeper into that faith. Mm -hmm. At any part in that journey, does it start to feel like scary almost? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that for me, like I said, I, I always had a relationship with God, but I think um, I wasn't like always in the word or I wasn't always at a church yeah. or things like that. So a lot of the times you start to, um, like have a second guess like am I hearing God or is this me like is this my yeah. thing that I want to do or is this God and then you're like when you get to that point where it's uncomfortable that's when you start to realize it is God mm. and you're like well I don't really want to do that because it's going to make <laughs> me feel weird and then you're like oh that can't be me because I wouldn't want to do that in the first place yeah. so it's like it's kind of scary because you don't know what's on the other side of it mm. obviously he does because he already knows what's up but it's like we don't know. We can't even fathom in our minds, like, to understand that yeah. he just orchestrates everything so perfectly. He's good at what he, he does. He is good. Yeah. <laughs> so I think 
that scariness level and that spirit of fear, like, is one of those things that you kind of have to shut up, essentially, because that's mm. what the enemy will use to be able to stop you from God's blessing. Like, he will 100% keep a spirit of fear around to be like, no, you can't do that. People yeah. going to look at you like you crazy. Why would you do that? Like, that will really have you in your head. Yo, the judgment, like, that fear of being mm-hmm. judged mm-hmm. will really stop you from doing it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like, it'll hold you back. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> so you mentioned, like, hearing from God yeah, and like, okay, that doesn't sound like me or yeah. like, this is making me uncomfortable. That must be him. Like, mm-hmm. how do you really know? Cause for a lot of new believers, yeah. especially, or for people who like are kind of like on the outside mm-hmm. looking in, it's like, how do you know God's talking to you or yeah. is it just voices in your head? Right. You know, like, are you crazy or something? Right. Um, I would say for me, uh, what I always tell people when they ask for advice, like how can I hear God's voice better? I'm like, you gotta be in your word. Like if you know how God speaks, then you know, like when you hear it, yeah. um, that's like the foundation for a relationship. That's with anybody. Like when you have a child and like, it's the mother, the baby knows the mom's voice, like yeah. just because they have that connection, they've been speaking, like it's constant back and forth communication. So it's like when you're in the word, you know what he sounds like when you're in prayer, he hears you when you give him time to respond back to you. Like it's a relationship at the end of the day. So it's like the more you build up that intimacy and that relationship, yeah. the more you'll know. And you'll be able to say like, like the enemy is a liar. That's all he can do. That's he just fact. lies. So if you if hear, he's talking to you, he's if, he's, <laughs> if he's opening <laughs> his mouth to you, it's, it's a lie. lie. It's so it's like, if you know that something doesn't align with God's word, you can automatically pinpoint and be mm. like, nah, that's the enemy. It, the part that becomes tricky sometimes is when we get in our own heads about stuff where yeah. it's like, it's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Is that, is that really me? So like, I always say like, just to sit and pray on it to get the clarity. Cause God will reveal it to you. If you seek it, like he, he'll definitely reveal. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. And I was watching a clip last night. Tim Ross mm-hmm. said something very similar to what yeah. you just said. And it's about like being in your word, yeah. man, because the more, you know, God's word, is the more you kind of know his thought process. Correct. So when you hear something and you're like, okay, what would God think about this? Mm -hmm. How would he feel about that? And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, if this is going to be pleasing to him, this must be him. Right. You know, like if it's not going to please him, like then that can't be God. That Mm -hmm. might be me or that Mm -hmm. might be someone else or that might be someone else like in my ear right now. So definitely knowing God's word. And I think that's the fast track to a deeper relationship Mm -hmm. with him too. (laughs) Because it's like to know, like in, human relationships yeah. love languages is a big yeah. thing right mm-hmm. and it's like that's god's love language man yeah. like it's written in that book and you got to get to yep. it so i think that's like one of the biggest things anybody could do especially if you're new in the faith like yeah get in your word yeah go to them bible <laughs> studies because i remember when i was younger i was not trying to go to no bible studies but now <laughs> i'm like please bible study, let's, let's do sit it. down and let's let's get to this word together <laughs> what did you interpret this yeah. how i interpret it oh i didn't think of it that way so, it's, oh i didn't mm-hmm. even see it like yeah. that Yo, mm-hmm. and, and the bible is crazy like that because you'll read it once and it's like i Cool. Yeah. And you'll read it a couple months later and it's like it's like, oh, I didn't even get that revelation the first time. Yeah. It's like watching Game of Thrones for the second time. (laughs) Like you watch it the second time, you're like, I missed this. Okay, I get it now. Like, and it makes that much more sense. It's exactly like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but along with that relationship with God, you know, Mm -hmm. as you start to mature in that faith, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not a baby in the faith anymore. Now you're like an adult in the faith. Yeah. There comes more there more is asked of you. Of course. Yes. And a, lot, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of what comes with being asked of you is obedience to submission. Yeah. And 
how do you handle being obedient to God's word at times where it's like, God, I'm not really trying to do this. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want nothing to do with this right now, <laughs> but I know it's what you want. <laughs> I always say that, um, God knows you individually and that relationship that you all have, I would say based on, um, he knows you. So like yeah. your language is going to be different than the next person's language. So like God knows I'm hard headed. <laughs> so sometimes <laughs> I need a couple signs before I like, headed. I'm like, I need like, I need you to just tell me again, like another way. So like I'm definitely in a text message. I was so. like, I need you to like have somebody call me. I need something to pop up something. Like yeah. I'm definitely one of those sometimes like I am that daughter. So for me, um, when it comes to the obedience aspect, it's it it can be difficult i'm not going to sugarcoat that like it can Mm. definitely be hard when it's something that's out of your comfort zone if it's me for example um moving out of connecticut that was an act of obedience that Mm, was god told me you're leaving connecticut and i was like like, what are you talking about (laughs) i was like huh i was like why like my whole life is here like i've established myself here like my family's here like what what do you mean i'm leaving you're leaving. And I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, there's no, no, that can't be because for years I've, I've had like a desire to go to Atlanta, mm. but this is, that was probably back in like 2017 that I've been wanting to yeah. move out there. So like when he said you're leaving, I was like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. But then so many things started happening after it started making and it was sense. like, so you going to listen now? Cause I, <laughs> I showed you how this is going to work. And I'm like, Okay. But then there'll be other times like where it's like um, easy obedience where it's like, I need you to call somebody and I need you to tell them this. Or I need you to, if there's like someone homeless on the street or something, I need you to do this. Or I want you to tie this much. Like, Mm. those are like quick for me when it's yeah. when it's something big and drastic it kind of takes me a little bit longer forgive me jesus but it's like um, so it's like um i i would say that that's a work in progress daily for me mm-hmm. to uh act in swift obedience because when you aren't acting in obedience and you're supposed to it's disobedience so that it's, is it's a, a, it's a sin fact. so yeah you yeah, don't want to do that very <laughs> easy to be disobedient yeah mm-hmm easy. And you you mentioned something that um it's like a minor detail, right? But it's yeah. a big detail yeah. at the same time. So you said like the things that are easier for you. Mm-hmm. So like tithing yep. a certain amount, mm-hmm. praying for this person, mm-hmm. calling for that person. It's a time for that to be the easier thing for you to do. Because yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I know even in my walk, like those things was like hard for me. Yeah. Like, I gotta call somebody and right. Them, I gotta like, reach out and say this. They're yeah. gonna think I'm crazy. I'm like like is this, are they gonna look at me for But it's always interesting because like you said, like God always knows. So it's when you do that and you follow in obedience, that other person like gets affected. It's like a trickle effect immediately. Yeah. Like yeah. I've had people where I've reached out and they're like, oh my goodness, like I've been praying that God would boom boom boom. Yes. And I'm like and I'm like, thank you, God, for using me. Like, imagine if I didn't. Imagine if I didn't shift when you told me to shift. And it'd be to the people you wasn't expecting to talk no, to. No, like, out of nowhere. Really and you're like, like mm. Like, I've had the instances where, like, I've been on, like, planes. And God has been like, nah. you need to pray for that person. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, huh? Excuse me, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't know who that person is. Or I've had, I remember I was in Aruba and I went out to go eat for Christmas. Like, I was by mm. myself on this trip. It was like a me and Jesus trip trip and there was a couple across from me and he was like you're gonna pay for their bill and i was like huh 
<laughs> so like I reached out and I was like, hey, I would love to cover your bill. They're like, no, 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 you absolutely not. You on a plate first? No, I was like, I was like, whatever it is. It definitely was a steak place. So I was like, okay, God. So, but that opened a door for them because they were from New Jersey. So, like, they had family from up in this area. We had a whole conversation. Then the table next to them, they're from New York. So, we're all, like, it's, all, it's all a thing. And I was just, like, it's crazy how, like, one little thing that God kind of points you in a direction to do could do so much. Because mm-hmm. they were older. And they were just, like, so happy that, yeah. like, someone was talking to them. And that, you know, that was their Christmas is on Chile. So, it's not always, it doesn't always work out to the capacity that you may think that it does. But mm. just that one little one little step. Yeah. And like you said, it's that domino effect, man. Because mm-hmm. you never know how much it's going to impact somebody. Exactly. I've had moments where, like, I'm in church. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sitting next to somebody. I don't know this person. And God's like, pray for that person next yeah. to you. I'm like, I don't know. God. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then once you do it, then you see how much it really impacted them. Mm-hmm. And, like, how they just leave feeling so fulfilled. Yeah. And, like, just something about being obedient to God just always yields some amazing results. It's man. great. It's a great feeling. And, like, <laughs> because when you don't. You get like sometimes for me, if I don't release a word when I'm supposed to, mm. I get a really bad stomach ache or yes. my head hurts. So like I had one time where like I I get really I get a lot of dreams. So mm. like I woke up in from a dream and I had to reach out to a friend of mine that I hadn't spoken to in a long time. And I had to tell him exactly what I got out of the dream. Yeah. And I remember like doing it. I couldn't breathe. Like it Yo, was it, that heavy yes, for me. Like and as like soon that. as I pressed send, it was like, oh, shit. And I was like, I was like, oh. Okay, it's we're good now. Me. Yeah, I let, it, I, I let it off. So I let I it off. Part, I did my part. <laughs> I did what I, I, I'm, that's it. Now that's yours. I released how I needed to, but sometimes it gets that heavy. Mm. So I think more as you continue to better your relationship and you stay in, stand in your obedience to the capacity that you're supposed to, you get a lot more and more is required of you. Yes. So it's like you have to also be prepared for that as well and then pray for the covering and asking God for wisdom on how to move forward <clears throat> in those mm-hmm. type of areas too. So it's a lot of layers. Definitely a lot of layers to it's it. It's a lot of layers. A lot of layers to it. And one thing that like is was unexpected for me. So I did an episode where I talked about how God asked me to like be obedient in a way I did not really expect. Mm-hmm. So he asked me to give my car away. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, God, I need a car. What right. are you talking about? Like, so like even up. to this point, I don't have a car right now. Yeah. But he asked me to give my car away. Yeah. And I don't really go around telling people that because yeah. it's like I'm not trying to like mm-hmm. be that guy. But when people did find out, yeah. they were like, God, why would you do that? And right. I'm like, God, you know, like I don't go in a great. I'm like, God asked me to. (laughs) He told me to. And then I ran into people where, like, you do that good thing. And then they're like, well, God wouldn't tell you to do something like that. And then I'm like, all right, see, we got to have a conversation now now, because he really would ask you (laughs) to do something like that. You feel me? Like, if you get in your word, you know, he would ask you to give away everything. Mm -hmm. Yes, 100%. You know? And um, how do you, have you ever had a moment or like, how do you handle people who look at your walk with God and they're like, why would God ask you to do that? Yeah. You know, they have questions about yeah. your faith. Um, I would say that that has been a struggle because a lot of people just don't understand, but that's just human nature. So it's like yeah. one of those things where you have to have more grace in that area for individuals. Um, I always try to explain it to a capacity that makes sense to them mm-hmm. um, without trying to dilute what actually happened and what the power <laughs> of God is at the yeah. end of the day. Um, but I would say... 
I, I, I like using those instances the most because people can see the power of God through you. Mm. through what those things are that you're actually doing and executing because a lot of people like i said they live in fear so they don't yes. want to be able to they don't want to sit back and be like oh i can't i can't leave my job how am i gonna pay my bills like how's this mm. and that where it's like it could be taken from you and then it what could. you gonna do and because then, no then, then what <laughs> so <laughs> like, it's what like hello it's like one of those things where your faith gets tested on a daily. So it's like, if I can be an example of what that looks like when you actually do the big thing, mm -hmm. I w 100% would do it every single time I have the opportunity to. Like, I will testify and just be like, you know, God did. I, God told me to do this. <laughs> I didn't want to, but I listened. <laughs> and look at it now. And look at it now. <laughs> look, look at, at where now. we're at. So yeah. it's like, if that one little mustard seed could be, could be just mm -hmm. taken care of in that one person, I planted the seed or whatever. And I know that eventually it's going to grow into what it needs to. I did my job. So I I, I would say I'm a walking testimony Come on with now. a lot of stuff. <laughs> Come on so now. just being able to uh, be that for God is a mm. blessing within itself. So, yeah. And then, you know, one of the biggest questions I wanted to ask you, you know, of course, along this walk. Yeah. There's a lot of separation that takes place. Oh, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I've seen it in my life. I've seen it in other people's life where it's like the deeper you get into God, yeah, more things just fall off of you. And mm -hmm. sometimes those things are people in your life. Mm -hmm. So how have you navigated like the separation from individuals yeah. in your life? Because sometimes it's even people who you are like really close really to. Close like you never yeah. saw yourself being without and now. Here we are. <laughs> um, I would say that you lose a lot of people on mm. this walk. Like it's inevitable because <laughs> certain people just can't come with you and you kind of have to be okay with that where it's, it's, it's kind of like if I'm on a path and I'm, I'm trying to go this way, but you want to go that way. Mm. Like you can't pull me back with you to go that way yeah. because I've already cut myself off from like bad habits or just being in certain environments and stuff like that where we don't, we don't see eye to eye on stuff anymore. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's a hard sacrifice, but if you know at the end of the day that there's a bigger blessing on the other side of it, it, it makes it worth it. It mm. sucks because you do start to do life with people and yeah. it's like, I can't, I can't bring you. Like I can't keep bringing <laughs> you with me because it'll be one thing where you'll just end up in a vicious cycle. Like you'll, mm. you'll literally get here and then get pulled back and then you just circle, 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 yeah. circle. So it's Man, like, I don't nobody yeah, got time to there. be doing that no more. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I've already gone through deliverance. I got my stuff stripped from me. Like mm. there's no way that I'm going to allow somebody in my space that I know can pull me back. It's just, yeah. it's not worth it for me. So I think that if more people understood like what happens behind closed doors when you're stripping yourself from somebody they would respect it a little bit more like i appreciate mm. i've had people where you know we've had agreements where we're like you know we're we're just not good for each other anymore from yeah. a friendship standpoint relationships too where it's just like this chapter is done yeah, it's just like not it's it just not it we're there's no growth that's going to come from here and i wish you the best yeah, um but you know, i don't hate you, I don't hate just... you still love you you know want you to do as great as you can but I can't be here with you anymore. We can't do mm. life together anymore. So it's just one of those things that comes with it, unfortunately. You know, 
Jesus had his people that were following. He had his disciples. Yeah. And it and as we That's it. go through the story, <laughs> you know, people drop off and you, you know, know, you meet people, some people stay, some people go. Like that that's just a part of this process, this walk. It's not an easy walk. And, you know, at certain times you will be by yourself, mm. but God is there with you to make sure that, you know, you're taken care of to the capacity that you need to. And he will send the people. He will. You lose a friend. <laughs> trust me. He'll you will, you right go send the right back, people. Back. He'll send that village around. <laughs> yes, sure he will. really will. So that that part I'm, I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for being able to do seasons with people mm. um and us to be able to be helpful to each other to as we need to in that season and then be able to walk away respectfully and say you know i had a great time with that person we yeah. had a good relationship but you know it, it's time for something new so okay mm-hmm. and you mentioned doing life with people yeah right <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so when you talk about like doing life with people in a a dating relationship sense. Mm-hmm. How has your walk with God impacted your view on just the whole dating world as it is oh. now? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, dating scene is already like terrible from it's a world, from a worldly perspective. And I would say there's also a pocket in the Christian community that uh, a lot of people make idols out of marriage. Mm. So there's, it's, it's kind of, you know, you get your peace over here in the world and you get your peace over here in the kingdom. So it's like you kind of have to, you know, really act in your discernment as strong as you can to mm. know who are who is actually supposed to be here right now and who's not. So I would also say just from a relationship standpoint, when you really I know like date they say dating isn't in the Bible, but when you really like are intentionally dating someone and really getting to know them and Mm. letting God lead you to how you're supposed to be together and whatnot and honoring, you know, what God says you can do in a relationship, what you can't do in a relationship, what you got, you can't do before marriage. Yeah. Like (laughs) I think that you get to see a lot of people's true colors because you you can just cross people off the list immediately. (laughs) Like when like some people, um, they won't want to, um, abstain from like sex before getting married mm. there's people that are like no i'm not following that that's like immediately i got it's immediately you're crossed off the a list <laughs> like so it's like <laughs> you kind of really get this little tiny pool of people mm. where it's not you just like aren't really attracted to people that aren't in the same like walk in the point of your life that you are yeah so it, it really weeds a lot of people out i will say that that's a helpful thing but the discernment part too just to be like not everybody is your kingdom spouse that's a fact not everybody just, just because Even you got a compliment and, and you know <laughs> they said that you are pretty and they want to do bible study with you that does not mean that is your kingdom spouse you know, <laughs> that, that could be your, your brother, your brother or, sister or sister in christ, christ. That's <laughs> it. That's it. <laughs> so it's it's being able to make sure that you're not making an idol out of that you kind of have like your checklist or whatever. I know that people say like, don't do a checklist because God can always, you know, change what your checklist looks like. But being open, I would say too, is really important because I've heard a lot of people say that when they've met their husband or their wife, Oh, if we, I probably wouldn't have been as attracted to them or this or that and the Mm. third, or I probably wouldn't have done this, but God like, you know, kind of led me towards this person. And I was more open because of that. Where it's like, your type may not really be who you are going to be with. Like, it's because we're so, um, 
wrapped up in what the world says a relationship that's looks a like. Yeah, so we want that Hallmark Christmas card. Mm-hmm. Relationship. And that's not it. Mm-hmm. Um, being in relationships is a lot of sacrifice. It's a lot of, a lot of dying to your flesh and, you know, doing something that's going to honor and glorify God at the end of the day. It's not about you. Or in the world, it's me, 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 yeah, me. Yeah, it's like, what can I get from What this? can I get from this? I want to be social media famous with my relationship. Yeah. I want to post pictures and all this kind of stuff. Where <laughs> not that's not, that's not, not that should pictures. not be the foundation. So we got to be relationship goals. We got to be that couple. Yeah. Like, like, are you honoring God in your relationship? Mm-hmm. If you can't say yes to that, I don't want to hear about you being goals. That's what it comes down to. And that, like I said, that's the worldly perspective of it, where... There's a huge disconnect to what doing life with someone is actually supposed to look like. Yes. So. Oh, man. I love that answer, man. We could do this for hours. <laughs> like, for hours. Um, man, okay. So, the next thing I want to ask you about yeah. is um, Christian TikTok. Yeah. Christian TikTok is really a thing, man. It's huge. And, like, my algorithm is entirely different now. Yes. I was hesitant to get on TikTok, and then yeah. I got on there, and... Honestly, I thank TikTok for reconnecting, for making this happen. Yeah. Because you just popped up in my feed. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I know her. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, she is different now. Like, everything <laughs> is different now. And then I was like, let me follow her. Yeah. And then from that point on, because I liked your stuff, yeah. TikTok just got real aggressive with yeah. the Christian TikToks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here I am now. But yeah. how has that become an extension of how you reach people? Oh, I love TikTok. (laughs) Like, I definitely was one of those people where, like, TikTok is what you make it. I used to think it was just that straight dancing app. And I I was like, I'm not that. I'm too old to be out here. I'm not that girl. Like, I don't want to do the little viral dances. I don't want to do that. No. You don't want, no? So, for me, when I felt led to join the app finally, like, there would be instances where God would tell me, what like I would come across sounds and he'd be like, you could flip it like this. Yeah. You could flip it like this. So I would take a lot of the trending sounds and turn them into like a uh, Christian based like content yeah. where I was like, I don't even know how to come up with half of this stuff. And obviously, and obviously it's not me. <laughs> like know, it's, it's all it's God. So source. like, yeah. So for me, it's been, it's a very interesting community because on TikTok specifically, there's a lot of kids on there. Yes. So it's, it's, amazing and beautiful to see a lot of the kids being Mm. like i love jesus i love god and being like in their word like that is amazing to me because i wasn't doing that at that age like i wasn't wasn't. like i honestly was not i'm not gonna lie to you about that (laughs) like i was not i was probably doing stuff at 13 15 that i probably shouldn't have been doing but like there's kids that are like going to church they're in the word like Mm -hmm. know their scripture like show that they have a relationship with god and it's like it's just it's very beautiful. So it's amazing to see. Yeah. So it's like they're spreading the gospel in there. Then people are like, Oh, I didn't know this or this, that. So it's like, people are learning through that app as well. Mm. I will say, uh, there's a lot of people that like to speak words on the app and give prophetic words. And I'm like, test, Some of that is like, like test the spirit, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's okay to like, if you feel led to release something, but sometimes it's like not, that message may not be for everybody. Mm-hmm. And like I said, a lot of the kingdom marriage stuff is all over. There is a it's lot all over of TikTok. That. A lot of that. So I like to keep it fun. Like I will say, like I did, I did a, a funny video like last week um, around the same time I did the 
um, the the enemy thought he had me video. I did a video yeah. and it was like just something funny. It was like the trend was you like looking at the screen like you get a text message mm. from somebody that you don't want to hear from. So I did one <laughs> from like a Christian standpoint that like you went through deliverance, you threw up, you was trying to cut the soul tie yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And that almost hit like 500,000 views. Man. And I was like. But you know it resonated with people. It did, and that's the thing. Like it's like this resonating content where people are like, "Wow, are we all going through this?" Like Like, it it wasn't just me. It wasn't just me. I didn't throw it. I threw up too. Like all this stuff, and it's just like a lot of the times when God gives me that, I don't know what its purpose is at Mm. the end of the day. But it was also like a reminder for people that um, sometimes even when you do fall back into a situation, like a soul's high or something like that, you can get yourself out of it like a hundred percent. Cause like a lot of people in the comments were like, I fell back. I'm so sorry, God, like I'm trying. So it's Mm -hmm. like you being able to step out and be like honest about that is already taking a step to really cutting and like kicking the enemy in the throat (laughs) because it's like you, you can't. You can't keep this this tie. And I feel with like me. we need more of that. Mm-hmm. More people just being honest and honest. transparent. Because yeah. if we're real about it, a lot of us are all going through the same thing. Yes. You know, whether Very much you're so. deep in that Christian community or not, just yeah. going through life, a lot of us are going through so many of the same things. Yeah. And if we don't talk about it, mm-hmm. we're just going to all suffer in silence. Right. And you need that community. So it just starts with being honest and transparent and just stepping out and being the one and yeah. i like how you're doing it on your yeah. platform like you said your stuff is funny like i really be there like two in the morning like crying i'm like yo this is crazy <laughs> and I'm, I'm like laughing at it like this is, this is good it's fun it's definitely fun and like they always say that like testimonies like piss off hell because yes. when somebody else can relate to a testimony and be like wow i went through that too and then they mm-hmm. see what you look like when you came out of it like when i did the the enemy thought you had me one people are like you everybody just glows so much like once <laughs> once they meet jesus like that's yeah, a thing it's a different glow it's, it's different very glow. different people see it on you yeah holy holy spirit be resonating here in this body yeah it's gonna be <laughs> glowing <laughs> so it's well, like it, i said when you pulled up yeah right? so y'all, y'all need to know like she wrote me she said i'm here and immediately the presence of god just right here in this basement just overwhelmed me and i'm like oh yeah no nah, she's here that is like good. she has arrived that is good. <laughs> um let me ask you this yeah and this is one that's just coming to me you know as you're as you entered into your walk with god yeah. is there anything that you wish you knew beforehand Oh, a lot of things that, you know, would have helped make that transition easier for you. Yes. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything. Every last part. Um, I will say um, there was just a lot of things I didn't know. Like I grew up in church, but I didn't. I couldn't fully fathom like the stories like of Jesus. Mm. Like at just at that age, it didn't really make sense to me. And I kind of like. You know, you check the box sometimes as like a baby Christian where you're like, I go to church, I read the Bible, I know like what story comes first and I know Genesis and you know all these little things. And it's just like you check the box, Mm. but like you forget about that foundational part of the relationship where it's like you can go to school and you can learn a bunch of stuff, but then it's like if you don't apply it. Yeah. Then what why did you, really you go to school? Like, yeah. why did you go and take all the classes yeah. and everything like that? So for me, it was the application point. 
that I wish that I kind of I stepped into a lot earlier because I would have like I would have saved a lot of time. <laughs> I would have saved a lot, a lot of time, of a lot of headaches, a <laughs> lot of tears, like all that stuff. Mm. But I'm I'm thankful for what I did go through to get here because now I can use what I went through to kind of help somebody else because a lot of the times people don't have anybody that looks like them to mm. be able to say okay i can do that too yeah, like a lot of the times yeah like a lot of times like growing up like the pastors are all older in the church like now we've got like yeah. churches now where like people are like maybe five years six years older than me yeah. and it's like i can relate to you yes like they you dress different they you, talk different everything like, like, like you're, you look like me exactly so it's like i wouldn't trade any of that um to have learned it earlier just because i know that god had to do it this way for a reason Mm -hmm. um for whatever the impact needs to be just to bring the glory back to him at the end of the day yeah. and i'm thankful for that um but yeah there was a lot of things that i could have avoided but it's not all it's not wasted it's you know? not it's wasted all a lesson in it's that. not wasted it's yeah it's it's been it's been a journey um but a lot of the things i'm just I'm blessed to be able to have made it through mm -hmm. to be able to like even sit here today and talk about it with you. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. What's next for Bria Simone, man? Oh, oh whatever God, <laughs> whatever God's <laughs> got God. lined up for me. Um, I would say I'm starting to pick up Bria Simone things that like I did mm -hmm. in the world, but now taking it over to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So like okay. utilizing my platform for awareness for other people, like that's my a strong suit for me. Like yeah. God you utilizes me for others. That's something that's never gonna change. Um, but like I wanna start to do more in like the the Christian hip hop community area, mm -hmm. the Christian R and B area, like those type of things. Like I used to do all the showcases and yeah. stuff like that. So it would be fun to be able to get able to do that again. So that's I'm I'm going in the pocket of the music now. I'm coming across all the people that are just dope, like really, really yeah. good Christian music. A lot of people think it's like not good. They're like Christian music. No, it's actually nah, pretty it's good. Slaps. You just gotta get used to it. You, got, you gotta get used to it. There's a lot of people that can like actually like I've heard people that give me like a New York sound mm. or some people that give me like a down south sound or there's like I'm still adjusting to that. Yeah, it's like it's it's different. I, I like Christian music. But yeah, I, I still get, you know, I, I still have my moments where some yeah. other stuff getting played. But. Yeah, the secular music. <laughs> <laughs> it's listen, it's, it's baby steps for me. Yeah. It was when I when I started changing over, like I had to take baby steps with it. Like I had to like stop listening to music that like had profanity in it like mm. so like i purposely went in my phone and put on the setting where no explicit, no explicit music, music will play so it's like it's baby steps through that like i'll listen to a lot of old school stuff but even That's some of, even some of that stuff is not that good like it's yeah, not appropriate when you really get deep into it, it's like oh, okay I, I understand what you're saying that now. conviction will hit you yeah it will slap you right upside the head and it's like okay i can't listen to that it no. hit me with caribbean music oh yeah I don't like that's the one thing I definitely have stopped yeah. and I was like because everything they sing about yeah. is what we're not supposed to be doing and I'm period like, I, yeah I can't, I can't. <laughs> but I remember being in them parties yeah. And I, but yeah nah that's the first thing that had to go for me yeah everything else is a little harder yeah <laughs> but yeah that was the first thing that had to go certain things will just not sit with your spirit like I will say that like mm. even outside of music it'll be in certain environments it'll yes. be like with certain people it'll be everything like you'll get a little mm, in your spirit and you'll be like what was that 
And you're like, am I supposed to be doing this right now? So I shouldn't be here right I now. I shouldn't. Mm, I think I need to leave. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so time like, it's time to go. It'll, it'll start to hit for you. And it's like, you can't ignore it. So mm. music was one of those things for me where I was like, I can't listen. And, and it started before I even realized it was happening. Like, yeah. I couldn't listen to a lot of the new stuff. I'm like, I can't listen to oh, this. Oh, no, a lot of this new stuff is no, weird. It's different. It's strange. It. It's like, I'm that old person now. Like, what is this? What yes. Are we, what are we doing right I now? I have 100% <laughs> hit that age where I'm like, turn this off. It's, yeah. Like, it's too you, loud. This is what y'all like now? This <laughs> isn't good. This isn't good. Turn it off. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's been fun being able to um, step into the Christian music scene of things because, mm-hmm. I, I love coming across like new artists. I love coming across all that kind of stuff. So it's like brought a, a place of fulfillment back to me again because I was missing that. I was like, oh, I miss being able to come across <laughs> yeah. new people and new music and tell my friends and share it out. Yeah. Like that was something I really enjoyed doing. And now it's like, oh, we're going to spread the gospel through so this. Doing this. <laughs> yeah. So I do that with all my friends now. They're like, they'll come in the car and I'll be playing the music. And they're like, who's this? Who's this? Yeah. I'm like, we back, baby. So we got them. We back. Right where we want them. We got them. <laughs> oh, man. And then let me ask you this final question. Yes. What is one, when you think about a young Bria Simone, like, yay high, you know? Little baby. <laughs> what is one piece of advice that you would give to that version of yourself? <sighs> that's that's <laughs> a great question. Um, I would probably tell her. You know best. Mm. Um, I would say a lot of people try to control your life and what it's supposed to look like. Where at a young age, like that's when we're the most pure and the world hasn't really gotten to us. Yeah. Where a lot of those outside things can't affect you. So I would I would say that when I knew certain things or certain things were happening to me at a young age, like to not ignore that. Like, mm-hmm. you know who you are, you know what you're capable of doing. And regardless of what this world tries to tell you or what anybody else tries to tell you, like you, you know, what's up, you, you follow what you know, <laughs> don't let anybody tell you anything else Exactly. and just do you because at the end of the day, your life is your life. Like it's not anybody else's life, but your own. So don't allow anybody else to come in and make decisions for you. Like God knows what you're supposed to be doing, who you're, who you already are. It's already written. And don't let anybody else come in and try to take that away from you. Love that answer, man. Mm -hmm. All right. And then where can everybody follow you? You know, get all these funny Christian TikToks and (laughs) support and all that good stuff. Bria Simone on every platform, Instagram, TikTok has an extra A because I think I tried to make a TikTok a long time ago, and, and, it, 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 and it took the the name. So it's Bria Simone, but mm. you can still find it as Bria Simone on everything. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you. And this until next time, this is Daily Dimensions. Peace. <laughs>